1: The showtime. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> we need you to uh, get that on a drop.
1: Just play it
2: throughout. Oh yeah. It's probably better coming from you than me. I can go low, but not. I don't think as low as you. Right. Your pipes, <laughs> they're longer. You know what I'm saying? As far as like from the floor to the ceiling. What's up, man? So you notice that there are only two of us today. We right. are rocking and rolling. Harry will be on with us at 11:40. As he's got some issues going on at his house, technical stuff. I've got issues here trying to recreate this damn thing from uh, just moving the show. So we'll be joined by the network. That hasn't changed. Harry will be on with us. We'll get his thoughts about whatever the hell's going on from the Eagles, which you rewatched, to this crazy trade that went down in the NBA yesterday. That doesn't really make a ton of sense if you look at it on the surface. You kind of have to bring it what recently happened and how they actually got Russell Westbrook to Houston. And wow, that football game yesterday. I I, honestly, the only reason why I'm admitting this, Barrett Brooks, is because Harry's not here and he would have rubbed it in and he would have said, I'll see, this is why I don't watch bad games. This is why the fact that it's just you and I, and that's it, and I can (laughs) say what I'm about to say. Don't tell Harry this, Barrett. That game Uh put me to sleep that game put me to sleep <laughs> around 4 30 4 45 I was out I woke up you know I had a show at six on the iHeart channel here and I woke up and I'm like oh my goodness I, I I missed like two quarters of that football game I think I missed the entire
1: second and third quarter live
2: that was at least bro I,
1: I was all come on what come, just, let's I, I was like I was like that the whole day man I was like I was like a I was like a little kid man come on you know, that's where I was the whole game. But I'm like, what is going on? This is Just not football. Something? Right. I'm like, this is not. I'm like, when are they going to break loose and break free? They dominate the entire game. Yep. The entire game. And and, and that, right? Like, that's right.
2: probably the best takeaway, I think, from, 12, from 12-7. Before they got that touchdown to make it 19-7. And even at 12-7, to your point, I'm sitting there as well thinking like, just it's only a matter of time. You know, th- this is not a close game. I refuse to admit that this is a close football
1: game. Right, right. It shouldn't have been anywhere near that. It, this 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 is a travesty. And I know I know I know Ben and them got cussed out. I know they did because it, they, they really should feel like they lost that game for them to be undermanned like that. They should have right. lost that game.
2: Yeah, I think Tomlin, if you look at the comments afterwards, Tomlin treated that like as close as you could to a loss. Does that work? If you win the game and you know you win the game, does that stuff work? Does the coach come back out? I mean, you played for Cowers, so Bruh. does that stuff work?
1: No, yeah, Well, it, it's going to work this time, man, because, I mean, they should have been disheartened that they won that game.
2: Yeah, they're 11-0, though. I mean, like, like that's my point. If If I'm in that locker room and there's a reason why I'm not, in that locker room, I might be thinking, "Man, what, what's he talking about?" Yeah, okay, not every, hey, not every week is going to look pretty. We got to win. It's the NFL. No style points out here. It's Baltimore.
1: It's not about style points, but this team understands that they have some destiny that they have to they have to do. They have to make sure that they go out and they and they sixteen and zero. That should be their ultimate goal now. Sixteen and zero. So they have higher standards that they have to live up to. They can know this is this is like what three games in a row that they've allowed to be this close. Dallas, you know, week before and now this week, they're starting to fall off. So instead of them um, going back, they're going to they're going to practice even harder this week. They're going to be back in pads. They're going to go out there and do the little things to become great again. And that's what they do. They'll refocus themselves. And this will be like a this will be a waking up point for them. Uh, Guys, we should have blown that team out but we let them stick around and stick around and stick around. We can't do that. We can't afford to do that. We're going to play against some good teams coming up here pretty soon. They got the Colts and they have uh, the Bills. They got to come ready to rock and roll. They got to come ready to ball with those two teams.
2: But wouldn't you think that would be the case on, or is it just easy to not even excuse, but kind of justify what we saw because that game was postponed three times over. But that was another reason why I wasn't expecting a lot of fireworks. Now, 12-7 for a lot of that, game is dreadful but i wasn't expecting you know a 38 34 type football game because they were off so much i wonder how much that meaning if that game were played under normal circumstances even if you had lamar in there healthy and all do you think that's the game in which they wake up and the only reason why they didn't wake up is because covid pushed this thing back three times
1: mm, there's no excuses you know what i'm saying i, I mean I, I learned when i was pledging Excuses are tools <laughs> of the incompetent. Okay, they okay. they build they build mounds of nothingness, bridges to nowhere. Those who use them sell them out to anything, and that's purposeful. Purposeful talk to them. You know they really believe in that. They believe that if you practice excellence, you will be excellent. I say it all the time. Okay, when I was in that locker room, that the coach would have to BC would have to tell us, "Look, guys, stop practicing so hard. You guys are going too hard. You got a game to play on Sunday." You got to make sure we come out as healthy. Stop practicing so hard. But we were so used to being on go that we couldn't turn it off. And All you right. have to have that type of mentality. If you want to be a champion, you have to have that type of mentality.
2: All right, let's look at that. We got some other things happening, including this ridiculous trade. Now we've got a busy show. You got to
1: explain this trade to me, man, because I- I'll do my best.
2: Right. I will do my best. Also, this Liberty.
3: Gal Media property. Yes. In partnership man.
4: with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The Middle starts now on the sports map Radio Network.
3: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life.
1: Rocket Can.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
2: Yes, we welcome you in a Thursday edition, a post-Wednesday afternoon football edition of The Middle. Now, no Harry until 11.40 or so. We'll get him up, Barrett, myself, rocking out, and a lot, both in and out of the world of football. We can look at, well, what happened and should have happened yesterday in a little more detail as we opened up on phillyvoice.com slash the middle, talking a little bit about that. Barrett has gone and combed that god-awful game tape. Once more against Seattle and has actually found a bright spot that not only a fan out there, but maybe somebody looking to put a couple of dollars or shekels, whatever it is, currency that you use on the Eagles this weekend. And this crazy trade that went down that I will do my best to describe to Barrett in, in my capacity. Now, Ron Culver producing the show in Houston. That's where we originate sports map Radio. So you know that there's been a lot of discussion about that, not only on this network earlier today, but since last night throughout the city and around. It, it was a crazy trade on its surface. There's some history behind this that makes, in some cases, even less sense, In I guess another case starts to make some sense. But basically, James Harden is, uh, has a new teammate. <laughs> I was about to say is out. Russell Westbrook is out. He's now playing with Bradley Beal in Washington. Right. John Wall playing with... James Harden in Houston, so Barrett will hit that. And then the last thing before we quickly break and, and come back and open everything up, we just found out that Liberty is out and Coastal Carolina is now playing another undefeated team in BYU. We're jammed today.
1: <laughs> it, it's, that's, the, that's the love, man. This year, has been, this year has been one of these years that – You'll never forget this. This is this is this has been an all-timer, man. From the presidential race to to football to 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 basketball trades. Um, I mean, some of this stuff, man, you, you can't make up. Yeah, you can't make up. Man. I mean, you trade basically the same player from Washington back to Houston. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's the same player. A lot of it is nuts. Uh, we're, <laughs> right. We're back in three. It's crazy. It's
2: twenty twenty. It's being defined by the term nuts or crazy. Right. All of that. Barrett Brooks, A.
0: touch gender, or Harry Bates, It's the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, Um, The client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that And make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.
2: All right. I'm just trying to figure this out real quick. Thought I had these uploaded, man. Um, did you watch, so you watched the undoing, right? Yeah, dog. I feel yeah, bad. dog. Harry's not here, but <laughs> so it's not like, you know, full radio here. Did you like it? I didn't like it.
1: Uh, I, I, I did enjoy it. I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 uh, no, it I mean, is, it is what we thought, thought yeah. it was. And it was what it, we thought it is.
2: Man, look at Angry Al, longtime veteran
1: sports look, radio. Shout. Look, my mom. Look, my mom. My mom's worried about. Oh, yeah. My mom's worried about Harry, bro.
2: No, Harry's fine. Harry's fine. It was just an issue that he had at his house. That's all. Yeah.
1: Run she said. Me. She said my lighting's good. No, my lighting's knew. good. We knew. But look, you know, I'm back here, so you know, my mom says the lighting's good, but is Harry okay? Hope so. Oh yeah, we saw. He's Michael. fine, mom. He's he fine. Right
2: she jumped in right away. <laughs> That's great. We love that. We right. get concerned when we don't see a note right right away we think wait a second everything all right we just want to make sure right um i mean that was the thing like they they tried to twist and turn this show for six straight episodes and it was the straightest most reasonable believable conclusion absolutely and, you know that that broadcaster or that broadcaster that lawyer she, while she played a role at the end like you know, it was ridiculous. Nicole Kidman had multiple opportunities to not be in the position that she was in. Right. And being a clinical psychologist, she definitely should have pulled herself out of that.
1: No question. <laughs> Just I don't know, man. I don't know.
4: This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network.
3: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
2: All right, hang out here on a Thursday. PhillyVoice.com slash The Middle. You can watch us. Everything is good with Harry. Don't worry, he'll on with us at 11:40. So we'll get his thoughts on the Harden deal and maybe even before that Barrett will explain why things aren't as bad as they seem for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. I do wonder though out loud, my friend, if we are experiencing the Iverson syndrome that was basically gone. Now, it's not all AI's fault by any means, but it was really difficult to pair good to top talent with Allen earlier. And especially when they make that run in 2000, 2001, they lose to the Lakers after winning that game, you know, the infamous step over of Lou, but that wasn't a team that was balanced on offense. It was as top heavy as it got with Allen. And then everybody else kind of right there wide open for a shot because three guys would be on Allen. And it looks like, think about this. And, and this is where I'll begin with the trade. They move mountains, including four draft picks to get rid of Chris Paul and bring in Russell Westbrook because James Harden loves playing with Russ. That's his boy. That's his guy who wants to play with Russ. And now after a year, this a thing year. is blown up. And you're right. They bring in a very similar basketball player, but Wall hasn't played in two years. Right. <laughs> so this whole thing is bizarre. Now they get one of the four draft picks back. That's not anywhere near a balance of the scales, but it's getting painfully obvious that James Harden is increasingly difficult to play with.
1: He just wants he just wants out of there. So he's gonna make it as difficult as he can to, to make the higher ups just say, all right, we are just gonna to have to cut and cut our ties and just let him go. But they're not. I mean, he's 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 too much of a draw, he's too much of a player. I mean, he's he's gonna be the lead one of the leading scorers of the every single season. So why would you let that much magic lead the building? They're not, they're not gonna let that happen. It's gotta stay there. Now you let Russell go. I, I I can't. I mean, that's like, that's like trading two different. I mean, two two of the same players for Wall, for Wall. Yeah, assuming Wall's going to be healthy Healthy. and exactly, you know,
2: assume that he's going to be healthy enough to play. But now it's back to a similar play out, if you will, on the floor. And this whole thing with James Harden seems like you've got one of the most incredible talents on offense. And look. Allen was much better defensively, especially playing the lanes than Harden will ever be. Right. So I I don't want to just completely, I, I don't want it to sound like I'm equating the two as far as talent and what they do on the floor. Although there's a lot of similarity to just the ability to take over a game offensively that you rarely see. So you've got Iverson who was dominant and we saw that here in Philadelphia up close, how dominant that little man could be out there on the floor amongst giants. And yet still, it was so difficult. Now, some of it might be Larry Brown. Some of it might be who the organization put around him. But even with Chuck, like we saw that earlier with Barkley, where he was begging for talent. You know, we need talent, and that caused his departure here of Philadelphia. And then, yeah, while he did not win a championship, he was much more successful once the right talent was around him. Absolutely, I never got that here in Philadelphia. I don't think James is going to get that in Houston.
1: Well, they and plus you got to understand, you know. I don't. I don't know if I don't know if, um, if 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 James can necessarily play with anybody. Like they were talking about, you know, moving. Uh, if we did move somebody, if we moved Embiid to Houston, I mean, uh, moved. Um, if we moved Embiid, or we moved Simmons. Um, Simmons. You know, right. which guy would you move? Well, I think the only guy that could really appropriately play with 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 um, Embiid would be a guy that could shoot, and that'd be like a perfect match. You know, pick and roll with him. You know, James Harden and you know with the ability to stop after the pick and shoot it or roll with Embiid, who's gonna, you know, put it on you. That's a great tandem right there. But then it's also a great tandem with Simmons because Simmons won't shoot, and you know Harden's gonna shoot. Right. So then you just have uh, Simmons crashing the boards and you know what I'm saying driving to the bucket. You know, you can't you can't just just sag that defense down on the lane like they've been doing the past two years. They sag the defense so bad, man. It's almost like they're playing zone out there because they know Ben is not gonna shoot. They know he's not gonna shoot. Right. So I mean it's it's, it's, a, it's a terrible feeling, man. It, we yeah, can't get that type of trade. Why can't we get that type of trade now?
2: Well, I I don't necessarily well, here's the thing, you wouldn't want James Harden here anymore, I I don't think, at this point, because why well,
1: I, I, I never wanted him here anyways. I think yeah, he's I mean, there, selfish there's, of a player. Yeah.
2: Better talent in the sense of proven talent right. in the NBA that's played with him that it's already shown. Now, I don't know how all of a sudden Doc Rivers or Daryl Morey or, or guys here would Unlock something that James Harden hasn't. And in fact, that Dantoni offense they were running, I mean, he can run in any offense. And there's, right. you know, even Brett Brown's offense, James Harden would drop 30 a night. It's just amazing to me that the same day, really, same days overlap, we see LeBron and Anthony Davis, which we already knew, resign in LA and continue this. I don't know if you want to call it dynasty until LeBron falls off, but the the Lakers are definitely back, right? They, they, that what we saw with those deals and what they do winning and everything. Meanwhile, it's like every couple of years, there's shuffle. Every couple, every off season, there's talk about shuffle. And this off season, to your point just now, was about James Harden wanting out, or at least the perception of him wanting out, but, It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter if it's a basketball team, if it's Howie Roseman every offseason, if it's a radio station who's losing the ratings, constantly shuffling talent. Like It doesn't matter. Every year or every two years, the optics are you don't know what you're doing because you're constantly making these moves.
1: Well, Houston definitely, definitely lost in this deal. I mean, no two ways around it. You know, all the draft capital they lost. Um, just to get Russ. Right, right. And then just to let him go. I mean, that's still talented. You know, Russ is still one of the most dominant players in the game. Say what you want to say. I mean, even from a scoring aspect, he can light it up every once in a while. But just for his dominance of being on the floor, he commands a presence. You know, he can push the ball. He can slow it down. You know, he can direct defenses. You know, he he his defense is so good that he can take over a game with defense. So to let him go. I don't understand it. Not for what you gave
2: up. The the idea is that John Wall comes in and is a better fit next to a guy who pushed the organization to bring in the guy they traded Wall for. I mean, it it just, it doesn't make much sense. It really doesn't. And then you read these reports that the two general managers barely even talked about this thing. And then like in a two hours or so, just, all right, Hey man, let's do it. Let's just make this deal happen. I think that has nothing to do with
1: attitudes as far as anything, man.
2: It's just just bizarre. And, And here's the crazy part about it is it was Harden. It was Westbrook. We were trying to figure out if it was one and the other, if it was versus, even though Harden made it known before Russ got there that that was his guy and that's why Paul had to go. Whatever it was, it seemed as if, though, that there were combinations. And we didn't really know which one it was where you had James Harden, Russell Westbrook, one or both of them that wanted out over the last couple of weeks, really since the season kind of ended, this stuff was drummed up. And then you get traded to Washington, man. Like, it, that's that's a tough one. You're not going anywhere. One. You know exactly what your fate is. You're lucky to hit that eight seed, and probably not, because there were a couple teams below them that got a little better. Well,
1: there's a lot of teams that got better below them.
2: That you know. that's a tough one, man. It's like okay, on one hand you got your wish, right? You got out. The other hand, now you got to go play basketball in Washington D.C.
1: Well, at least at least on the, you know on the West Coast, they were always going to be in the mix, but they just couldn't get over the hum. And they understand that the the most dominant team in the NBA is in the West. But on the East, you know they got. I mean, with Kyrie and them coming back, man, it's you, you have to think that you know that's that's you know they're they're definitely going to win the East. So, you know, uh, I, I can't see past um, Russell thinking he's going to get that. I mean, he should be ring chasing right now. Not, you know, I mean, I understand it's just a trade, but he should be ring chasing right now. You know, I and I, I, I know for a fact that's, the, you know, that's that's what, you know, he wants. But it's out of your hands when you right say- right oh, wow. when they trade. It, yeah, I mean, it, that's the thing, that's the problem, right? man. Yeah. When you're getting traded like that, that's that's. That's bad football, man. You know, you want to go there. You want to go somewhere you can compete. You could at least compete in Houston. You could have competed there.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, John Wall has to be a little happy about this situation. You know, the the loser on all this has to be Bradley Beal, right? Oh, no question. Like, he's already on a team that stinks. His touches are going to drop significantly because (laughs) as good as Russ is, he needs touches to get all that.
1: Yeah, you know, Bill and – Like, man. Bill and Wall were, you know what I'm saying, fighting for touches then.
2: Right. Now all of a sudden it's somebody coming in and be like, hey, I, I get first, I get seconds, and then you get what, what's left over. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's crazy to see this thing flip out that way, especially because the whole belief was that we here in Philadelphia were going to land James Harden with this connection of the new president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey, stepping in and having that old connect and making that deal.
1: So you you I I I knew we weren't gonna get hardened, but I'm I still like what Maury has done. You know, oh, yeah, he, yeah, he, no,
2: Don't get me wrong, Daryl Morey has done a fantastic job in right. a very limited amount of time. And some of it is because he's really good at what he does, and some of it, not a lot of it, but some of it is because the people who were doing this before him were really bad.
1: Right, right, you know, right, right. You
2: know what I mean? Like there's there's a little bit of a it's like 65-35. Well, I have Maury thirty five. The fact that people behind him be were just so bad.
1: Well, we it's like it feels like we're getting comparable pieces now, pieces that complement each other, right? You know, as opposed to you know, because I, I, I mean that that I didn't understand, you know, why we weren't bringing in. We let a shooter go and didn't bring anybody in to replace him. I mean, that's it just didn't make sense to me. You know, the past two years, you know, you let a guy go. I mean, and. He, and even, even now, you know, I mean, he got compliments. Guys, we know shoot threes. We know Danny Green is going to shoot threes. We know this. Right. That's what he does. We know Ben is not going to shoot, but he's going to be now the, the the point forward guy. But we have somebody to pull some guys out now. You know, and I, and I like the fact that they got Dwight now. Dwight, and he could actually play with Embiid in the game because he's more of a power forward and a guy that's going to defend their best, their best offensive player in the post. He'll defend him, which will give be an opportunity to move around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like that. I like yeah. that. I think he plays better. He can play with his back, you know, back towards the, the back bucket. But I think he feels more comfortable being able to take it out and maybe drive a little bit or shoot that little 10-footer or, you know, 6-footer. I think he's comfortable in that area. But you know, we know Dwight can play.
2: Yeah, the best I, I, big. I don't expect much, man, from him. Though I think you know, I
1: don't want you to get your hopes up. No, then- I'm just saying defensively, just like he did okay. this year. This year, that's what that was. His sole purpose was to play defense, don't want win a championship get upset in like two months. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Temper my expectations. We are talking about the Sixers, that's right? With
2: Dwight Howard, <laughs> you no know, temper them with Dwight Howard. I think that's a fair ask. All right, right. quick break on the network. PhillyVoice Slash the middle where you can continue to watch, listen, comment, see a couple of new faces, old names, but new faces up here on there. Now, this is what we have, a busy show coming up, 1140 Eastern. Harry's going to join us. We'll talk with him quick on the phone for a little bit and get his thoughts on everything from the trade to yesterday's game into the weekend. And then also at 1210, we'll we'll be joined by Anthony Gilbert is going to join us, Hoop Mag, Slam Magazine. That's my guy. About, yes, this crazy trade. He'll make even more sense and probably more logical sense about right. it than you and I did. And then at 1240, on the phones, we'll go to John McMullen, our NFL insider, and get ready for the weekend. So we're jammed here. It's Mafia. the Mafia. on Champ, that's right, the McMullen Mafia. You're listening to The Middle, phillyvoice.com, slash The Middle, and on Sports Map Radio. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia
3: region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at com. That's info at com.
5: Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
2: Okay, two minutes.
5: Cash some tickets.
1: Yeah, bro. He, he, yeah, we got to get. They, the they did have me fooled, man. What do you mean? They did have me fooled. With uh, with um, the ending when it when it all started turning, just before they got into uh just before they got in the truck
2: well and that then they wanted to- too like i mean outside of him killing himself and jumping off the bridge what what really was there you know like it, they took they just took us through so much crap right back to the most obvious storyline that there was
1: right right you know you're going to get clams that's what you're doing you're going to get clams. <laughs> Little boy was like, yo, drop me off, dog. Right. <laughs> drop me off. Yeah, he, he was not having that. No, but, no. He wasn't trying to hear Hey, Pops, drop me off.
2: No, I, I mean, it was just... I didn't feel like it... It didn't feel like there was any real payoff. Well, then, nope. You know, like, we sat through it. There was some good writing. There was some good acting. And the story, I thought, was was okay. And you were kind of just waiting for something, waiting for something. And even if it wasn't a twist, like not everything has to be a twist. Right. But there just wasn't anything at all. And it was what we knew right from the start, which was, hey, Hugh Grant is a narcissist POS and he did it.
1: And I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right, man.
2: And they kind of, I don't know, it's weird. Like they kind of told
1: us. Well, the mother told us right the mother let us know and then when she when when she was uh when she said all right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and uh and and and
3: you're
4: listening to the middle on the sports map radio network
3: presented by rocket mortgage
4: live from the O'Reilly auto parts studios here's Aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays
2: so i don't know if you caught this real quick and i was kind of sifting through this as it's still a, a trend here i guess it's still trending somewhat on twitter maybe not definitely nationally i didn't know if it was so much locally anymore but the Athletic, this was yesterday, The Athletic came out with this report, if you will, and then it was a little bit more of a deep insider from Joe Van Buha, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Clippers reporter for The Athletic, and it's pretty detailed, Barrett, about the preferential treatment that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were given during last season, including, and I'll go through the list of stuff, and how it rubbed a lot of the teammates on that team the wrong way. And the two stars were able to decide which games they wanted to play in. There was a lot of issues going on with that team, with that culture, according to this report. Now, it's from multiple people inside the organization. doesn't mean it's 100% true. But right. George is also coming out and defending his own where you see... Him trying to explain away his poor performances. And The only reason why I really bring this up is because guess who the head coach was then? That's the head coach now, that's right? With cleaning up a
1: culture here in Philadelphia, right? We don't want that. You know, we 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 want we we brought him here to have a little bit of a of of, of a presence. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't get what you want to get whenever you want to get it. I'm the boss. I want to hear. I'm the boss. I make things happen. I don't want to hear anything else, but you do what I say. At this point, that's what this team needs. We need a little direction. Point guys in the right direction. Don't have them point you. You point them in the right direction.
2: He wasn't giving that to anybody, in, or at least he wasn't able to give that with two stars. Wow. I mean, think about it. Like This is what is coming out in this report alone. About how bad it was, at least perception of it. And I get it; all sports are different. So, no quarterback could come in one day and say, "Hey, man, it's week twelve. I just I don't feel like playing." It's the Jaguars with the help. Not to
1: say it never happened in the history of the NFL, but if it came out, it would be much worse. Well, I've seen that happen before. I've seen guys say, "Hey, man, I ain't I ain't got it today, man." Well, they have an injury, I'm sure. No, be like, no, I just ain't got it today, man. I'm not feeling good. I'm, I can't do this, man.
2: And, and what happens with the coach or the general manager or whomever who's paying their contract? They're they're not giving any reason or excuse. Like, this This is what – the difference here, I think, would be Kawhi Leonard going up and saying to the team, if it's Doc or whoever, an assistant, and basically being like, I'm not playing tonight. Not because he's hurt, just because he's not playing. I didn't think somebody would be able to no, – not to say that nobody – but you would have to have like roethlisberger level cachet in that
1: locker room, right? Well, I, I seen well I've seen a player like cancel practice. I mean, just yeah. like, hey, we're not doing this. Hey, uh, yeah. coach, we, we calling this up, man. My boy Mike Strahan. Hey man, hey I got well, coach, we've been practicing, we've been gave you everything. we practicing hard, man. We we're gonna call us up. And coach like, hey, strahan, c-. nah, coach. Let's go. Hey, Mike Barrow. Hey, hey, Tiki. Come on, yeah, man, let's go, Amani, right. Let's go. Right. Hey, we're taking this in, and we're not doing meetings either. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, man, coach, we'll see you tomorrow coach. Me
2: that story? Who is it? Oh,
1: cancel the- You can call Amani right now.
2: No, no, talk. no. I, I don't know if he'll take my call. But who, uh, who was it that canceled the practice? Strand. He himself. Like, like nothing, nothing, nothing came from it. Like,
1: no, bro. I was. I'm, I'm walking down because this, this is my first year there. I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm still going to practice. He like B. Brooks. Come on, man. Come on, man. you didn't know any better at the time. I'm, I'm looking like, you know, uh, is this what's happening? What's right. going on? You know?
2: Are we really not practicing? Right, right. 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 Is this happening? Right. That's crazy. Now, see, again, like, like believable. But you would have to. That's He had quarterback level cachet.
1: Right, right. I mean, Strahan was it. Now, he had league cachet. He could do what he wanted in the league. Right. Now, right. would
2: he come in? Now, some of these guys, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know as a competitor, if somebody like Stray or you or anybody, if you had that ability to, let's say, cancel a practice, would you take a week off? Like, would you come in on a Tuesday and say, hey, or Wednesday, technically, and say, hey, I'm, I'm not playing this week. Make up an injury, whatever it is. It's the Jags. You don't need me. I'm not playing this week. And you would have to have the cachet so that, A, you wouldn't be met with, like, resistance. And then, B, something like that wouldn't get out.
1: No, no, no. I don't, I don't know anybody could just do that. Now, I mean, just like J.P. can come in. J.P. can, you know, Jason Peters be like, hey, Coach.
2: Uh, <laughs> That's You're right. This is the closest thing we have to it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not feeling it today, Coach. I'm, I'm going to need me one today. Give the me only, a vet day.
2: The, the only difference with that, though, Barrett, is that half the city would
1: stand up and be like, he's right. Get him out. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, uh, coach, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm you're paying me guard money. Uh, I need look, that tackle these money.
2: Some, these are some of the perks that Harry may, you think this is bad, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I'm going to run through these perks. These are some of the perks that Harry Mays asked for from Jacob Media before starting this show with us. You realize that, right? It's, <laughs> what is basically, it? I've basically copied and pasted what I've seen Mays allegedly demanded alongside what Leonard and George have allegedly demanded you ready yeah leonard and george we think harry as well the only players or in this case hosts to have their own personal security guards and trainers i don't know if you could see that behind the green screen but harry does have a detail behind him a lot of the time well right (laughs) paul so paul and george here we go. Chris, um, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard had power over the team's practice and travel schedule, leading teammates to believe Leonard canceled multiple practices. Well, hey, Michael Strahan did it. That that's not. I don't think this. Oh my goodness, this major shock. LeBron, I'm sure, has canceled a practice every now and again. In his, right. That's that. I don't think is crazy. Well, the, look, you got to look at it from this the point. The trainers
1: is a little off. Right. Well, you know, they they have the same thing with the Sixers. Ben and B, they got their own trainer. I mean, they they, they got their own uh, bodyguards. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, they they they're not necessarily called handlers, but they were the they're around them team all team the team. time. They yeah, yeah. yeah. They they. I mean, I think just about all the stars, star players on basketball teams. That's something that they have. That's like that's like instituted now that you know you have to have something like that around yeah,
2: them. That's that's what that's what's different though. Is and we'll be back in three. Harry will join us on the network phillyvoice.com slash the middle as well is it's going out of their way to explain that they were the only players on the team to do that which we'll, we've got some more we'll see if they line up with harry's demands as well oh i do have somebody so when we come back all right here we go it's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and on sports mat radio
1: i do have somebody dog Oh, my God, I forgot. How could I forget him? And to make us – oh, this is – got to wait till we get on the, get back on the network.
2: Why? Well, you can just tell the story again.
1: Oh, bro. It's – um. I was with the, the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Okay. Appleton, New Jersey – I mean, Appleton, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Right. We're in Appleton, Wisconsin. Why the hell do you need bodyguards in Appleton, Wisconsin? We with go to that? club. We go out to a club, and this guy will have a bodyguard. If we went to like you know, which was an hour and a half, two hours away. If we went to like, uh, was it um, uh, in in Wisconsin, uh, Milwaukee? If we went to Milwaukee, he had two bodyguards with him. I'm like, why does this dude always have bodyguards? What I know why now. Darren Sharper would have bodyguards. Ah, look at that. So he had bodyguards because he was into some shady stuff. Some very shady it. stuff. Yeah. So I understand why now, but I didn't understand why do you need. Bodyguards. I can see if he was in, you know, like here in Philly. If you're in Philly or if you're in New York or something like that, but or Miami, but he just you're in a, a Appleton, shooter. Wisconsin, bro. Yeah, he needed a front.
2: That's right. what <laughs> that man. Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> He's still in jail now.
2: Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. I forgot Look at all that. about that, man. That's wild, man. The whole time. I never knew. I never knew i didn't hang out like that. Nobody though. did, I don't think, at the time. Or I mean if anybody did, they might be held legally
1: culpable. Well, they um I mean, look look, he did it for years. He was in um he was in uh New Orleans for years doing it. Wow. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Ahead of time. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Bro, I got too many stories, man. There's so much stuff to happen. I, mean, I I forgot half the stories.
2: I know, that's why. CTE. <laughs> well, whenever they come up, just, you know, that's when they go back, start telling them.
1: Right, man. I mean, that's just from out of nowhere, man. I just You're thought about
2: planet, that so it's it's hard, you know, because i right. But it's crazy because every time something, it's like one out of every two things that comes up. It's like, oh yeah, I knew somebody. That's why a lot of times I'll just flat out ask you, right, when right, when something like that happens, because I figure that you, you either or somebody you ran into, somebody played with, somebody played against, like all of that. Man, the NFL is such a small world
1: but it was different back then man because you, you these stories would happen like you couldn't the same stuff that happens now I mean it happened then couldn't happen now right too many too many ways in which it could um become uh, mainstream media you know we didn't have like my first couple years and you know, my first five six years it was no camera phones camera phones just yeah. became something my right. first year in the league in 95 bro we uh I can remember having them flip phones and my bill being like three thousand dollars crazy because you're going right. over minutes.
2: Right. Text that costs like $5 in text. You think, damn. Hey, right. More money, man. It doesn't matter.
4: This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network.
3: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
2: All right, so we had a football game yesterday. We have an Eagles-Packers game that continues to move a little bit on the line. We have a gigantic bout of undefeated teams now with BYU taking on Coastal Carolina. And, oh, by the way, a pretty big trade in the NBA as not James Harden, but Russell Westbrook out in Houston. John Wall will replace him. And we even have this little thing that came out regarding the Clippers and the now Sixers head coach who allegedly oversaw a lot of the perks, if you will, that were included. Now, Harry Mays is with us in spirit for the most part, but now physically with us on the program today. He'll be back on Friday. Don't worry. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's happened. Everything is okay. And I don't know if you heard, but there is a rumor going around. I think Barrett actually started it that these perks are similar to the ones that you requested before you began this show with the three of us. Yeah, you got that cachet, bro.
3: I I had nothing to do with a security detail. I don't need a security detail. I'm a man of the people. I like to grip and grin with the folks when I'm out in public. I don't need security.
2: Okay, so there is no truth to the rumor that much like Kawhi Leonard allowed to live in San Diego and commute from there, which often made him late for team flights. And you are never late. You are the earliest person here. But there's no truth to the rumor that you demanded to live in Ridley Park three days of the week and commute to a (laughs) studio in Bucks. No, that is not true. Okay.
3: Well, my demand was that I do the show from my basement.
2: Yeah, okay, fair (laughs) enough. Well, then, that's normal. That's like everybody else in this world right now. Right.
3: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and a few load management days, which I'm taking load management today. Good. um, You know, I then negotiated a few of those in there, and and we're good to go. But I called in, really, to to hear about this optimistic take, a reason why I should be somewhat optimistic about the Philadelphia Eagles this week. That's got something special.
2: Yeah, and i got to be honest with you. I'm not confident. And not in Barrett. I'm more than confident in Barrett. I just I don't th- I don't know how much more material there is out there to work with at this point in the
1: positivity realm. I understand. I understand, guys. You know, I understand, you know, that you know, you have angst as far as you know what you're seeing uh on, on, on the field, but when I watched, man, they are so close, they're a block away. I mean, they had two opportunities to score in the red zone, uh, you know, in, in the third quarter that you know on on two screen plays they're bringing the screen plays out you know before yesterday i mean before they played on on monday they had less than 50 yards total offense in the screen game but then i went back and watched it i saw two plays in which they were a block away from scoring right a block away
3: and think about think about how many teams in the nfl can say that about you know certain scoring plays Oh, uh, you know the New York
1: Jets. We're block, We're a block away from the score.
3: That's
1: what bad teams do, Bart. They're a bad team. I'm trying. I'm trying to get myself in a position where I can finish this season out on a good note. My glass has to be half full, and I, I I'm I'm trying to keep my coach from being um, shipped out of here. I like Doug. He wants
2: out. He he. Did you see that they ran Hurts twice? Two snaps after being told all week, even the broadcast, Steve Levy was pushing this whole thing about how much are we going to see hurts tonight? Lou Riddick was salivating at the opportunity to trash Howie with this whole thing. Even yeah. Greasy was going it two times. That is an act of defiance.
1: It was. And, and, and I applaud him on his, 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 his defiance and not not doing what he feels as though he doesn't want to do to this kid. It would be, you know, and 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 that's the problem. You don't want this kid to develop any bad habits or, 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 you know, any phobias because he's put in a position where he had to go out and play and he wasn't ready. Evidently, he's not ready to play right now. And Doug knows this regardless of what people upstairs are saying. He's not ready. Cause I believe if he was anywhere close to being able to play, Doug would have had him in there. Period. Period. That's what I'm thinking. All
2: right, so has this worked? Have you been convinced of anything different? How about on the defensive
1: side of the ball? Yeah, the I'm, I'm,
2: thing. I'm asking if Harry <laughs> feels any no, better. No, not at
3: all. No, not at all. I mean, I'm ready to lay the wood with the Green Bay
1: Packers.
2: Well, well, there I'm, we go. Yeah, I was at least hoping that Barrett could convince you to take the Eagles on the point spread, but you won't even touch that. There's no analysis. No. That can be given. And we have a guy here who played the game, who won a Super Bowl, who currently breaks down the game for NBC Sports here in Philadelphia. And even he can't convince you to even bet on the Eagles.
3: No, and you know why? Because the guy in the the number 12 jersey in the green and white is on the other
1: team. Oh. (laughs) Well, well, do, do you remember last year? Last year they went in and beat them up in green Bay. That was last year. Yeah,
3: that was last year. Yeah, I
1: was like ten pounds lighter lighter last year too. It it was post. It was it was pre-COVID too, huh? Yeah. Well, on on a lighter note. On a lighter note, I saw the undoing. I saw the
3: undoing. Yes,
1: Yes. I I was. I was impressed. I was still impressed.
3: I I thought it was a great
1: episode. Right. You know, it doesn't always have to be some quirky reason why something happened that, you know, all right, the the butler did it. Right. Mm-hmm. He did it.
2: Yes. I agree <laughs> with both of you that there doesn't have to be some crazy M. Night Shyamalan twist to every single story. Mm-hmm. Right. But they purposely went after way to push us to all of these different people and didn't really provide much outside of a quick little glance on the camera or finding a hammer or something along those lines and then immediately following in the next episode almost to the point of where it would open up in the next episode that would just be completely removed so they didn't even push their red herrings deep enough for you to sink your teeth into and it just ended up being exactly what we thought it would be so I, i don't know help me out instead of just coming out and ripping and bashing what did you guys, like, what was I supposed to feel? What's the feeling? what What's the takeaway from this show?
1: Uh, that you right. never know. episodes.
3: You know, I mean, they didn't have a lot of time to develop these red herrings, as you say, because usually that goes over the course of 10 to 13 episodes, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Like we, we couldn't have a, a major pandemic or epidemic happen in six episodes. You know, we were looking for that. You had me looking for it.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know hard. where that came from. Uh, that that might have been just me misreading that was something. Fake on... news. Yeah, it might have been well fake news is coming up at twelve twenty-five today. Do we need to get you back on the phone for that?
3: I just win every week anyway. I'll give you I'll give you guys a, a break
1: this week. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Cause I need I I need to, you know, get at least one up on you. You know, because
3: I'm kind of lean Barrett right to the you know to the answer and then him not picking the answer.
1: That's fine. I can't speak for either one of
2: your relationship in this fake news segment, but I, I definitely understand the frustration of it. Now, I, I told this to Barrett earlier on the show. No, okay, okay real quick. As far as the undoing, what, what was your answer to that? Like, what is your true takeaway from this program, Harry?
3: I, I just thought it was some great acting. Um, you know, I, I liked a lot of the cast.
2: I thought the final
3: episode had me on the edge of my seat what I mean, what what know, was when,
2: on what had you on the edge of your seat? You knew well, it was Hugh Grant when, from the first episode, no, but
3: it, when he took the kid and he's you know he started you know cracking up behind the wheel of the car and then he almost you know drove into that tractor trailer. I mean that was some great stuff,
1: yeah. what about you know, when she took the stand? that's what had me on, on the edge when yeah. she took the stand <laughs> and awesome. and
2: and and she that, was
1: pointing in so many directions and and then it started coming to her.
2: No, that, that was all done on purpose ahead of time. That's why she had the conversation with her lawyer friend. no, no, def- Look, I'm not a lawyer. We don't need Dan Luston for this one. I've seen enough Dick Wolf episodes to know. No defense attorney at all. They spent an episode and a half going out of their way to show you how smart and savvy that defense attorney is. And she just, oh, yeah, okay. put her- It was right out of the caddy. It was right out of... Kramer winning the lawsuit, looking over, instead of going to Jackie Childs, looking to his caddy and saying, Have her try the brawn. And Jackie's like, I've been practicing law twenty five years. You listening to a damn caddy. What the hell was that?
1: <laughs> you 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 just can't have a normal you just can't have a normal show, have a normal ending. You want to. No, if they didn't push us fifth, six ways to
2: Sunday, do people still say that term? I don't know. Yes. They didn't push us yes. all over the place with all of these fake and easy. Like, come on. We knew right away it wasn't the kid, even though they tried to make us lead. It was the kid during that lunch right. scene and all it, it just it felt like if it's going to be a character development story, if it's going to be a, an actor driven story, which I'm fine with then don't try and go out of your way with these twists because I, I, otherwise you kind of feel empty where you were looking at these twists and not not one of them paid off. It was exactly what we knew it was. And I don't know how much Hugh Grant really evolved. Uh, okay, I'll leave you at this. And we can look at the game yesterday and some other quick things. This no, show- I want to give my take, man. Oh, no, no, no I, I'll say... To me, I'll- it was still Kidman. I, I, I thought it was Kidman. That, the only thing that could have saved that show is if Hugh Grant jumped off the bridge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're a miserable old <laughs>
2: i'm just saying all
1: yeah. right he just
3: he just can't be satisfied with anyway
2: no 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 i'm satisfied with that game yesterday i told you about that window i created three and a half four and a half and then flipped it with ten and a half how about hollywood yeah. brown saving the day <laughs> you
3: got your backdoor cover congratulations we kind of had that kind of sussed anyway, that it would be kind of a sloppy game
1: that
3: that Pittsburgh would kind of sleep through and do enough to get the W
1: and move on. And I thought that would be totally against um, anything that, any, any of the moral fibers of, of uh, a Pittsburgh team, understanding yeah. all the adversity they were going through. I thought we'd have them hyper-focused and ready to play. I thought at yeah. halftime, uh, they'd have their second team in. And what happens? They have to play the whole damn game, man. Come on. Yeah, and the RG
2: three still stinks.
1: Oh, he does stink. Yeah, he really stinks.
2: Well. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that interception by Ben Roethlisberger? I swear, it. I felt I was watching Carson Wentz.
3: <laughs> right, yes, or the one in the end zone. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And and the dopey linebacker should have just taken a knee. Yeah, that, that was the bad. One. Too. They would have gotten the
1: ball at morning Absolutely absolutely and I, why would he take it out that was crazy that was crazy but i'll uh, tell you what those corners humphrey i remember i wanted humphreys here that was my number one pick that year mm-hmm. that he came out with i think we got we got barnett instead of him but i i loved humphreys at alabama loved him baller and what do we do my <laughs> liberty flames are off the board
2: well, that's what I was going to leave you all with is Harry's thoughts now on this undefeated matchup. I love it because as much as I would like to watch Liberty, their their season is over with that loss. So now you actually have BYU and Coastal who might have an argument, depending on how things play out, either on the field or with COVID with other teams, if they win.
3: Uh, I don't think so when you look at their schedules. I mean, you know, I know Coastal can't schedule maybe the games that they like to schedule, but BYU hasn't played anybody either. I like BYU in the game. Uh, this would probably be their best win of the year. Um, but not, neither one of these teams has a case.
1: No, I mean, their best – I can't see anybody on their schedule that I would even say could compete anywhere. I mean, what, Navy's probably their best team that they played? Navy? They BYU, crushed – They beat Boise they beat the Navy, and they beat Houston. Navy.
3: Those yeah, are like their
1: yeah.
2: three best wins. Yeah, yeah. Look, at least it's yeah. a, it's a good football game instead of no game. Yeah. No, you're right. Kyle you're Trask, right. the Heisman, you put your money down on that?
3: Uh, for Florida, probably. Unless Matt Jones goes bananas against LSU.
2: How about my guy Calabrese on the show last night that I do here? and I have him on, and he's giving me all these college picks, and then right at the end, they said, all right, just just throw a – give me a college hoops pick before you get out of here. At the time, (laughs) Gonzaga down 11 to West Virginia, Uh or maybe it was 9. It was either 9 or 11, and they were an in-game pick He said, take the Zags. Watch that sucker play. Come on. Gonzaga's winning it all this year. I don't care what anybody says. Uh,
1: Well, you you, you, get – a lot of people are saying that
2: not bad not bad, you're right, not bad alright my friend, we'll see you tomorrow alright guys, see you tomorrow Take it easy. All right. that's Harry Mays, we are the middle that's Harry, Garrett Brooks Todd Shander, you are listening to the middle on sports map Radio and watching on phillyvoice.com slash the middle
5: are you looking for a place to track your action purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.
2: Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region.
3: Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at com. That's info at com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
1: Okay, back in a minute. Mm-mm. Yo, I'm reading this story, man. Um, it's in the New York Post, but a uh, but this lady down in Texas, a waitress, um, gets a two thousand dollar tip from this guy, but she wasn't able to get the two hundred uh, the two hundred dollar tip. I mean, two thousand dollar tip. She was only able to get five hundred the restaurant would kept the rest really yeah like he ordered food right and drinks
2: what did they kept oh, he just
1: got the, the drinks and 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 he said you know what you know he she kept coming back and apologizing to him and saying you know hey i apologize please you know forgive me i mean his his, his bill was only 69 bucks and she he gave her 200 uh $2000 tip man <laughs>
4: You are listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network.
3: Presented by Rocket Mortgage.
4: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
2: All right, help me out with this story you were just, because we were at the tail end of the break here, slash The Middle. Our second hour, we'll have Anthony Gilbert come on in the first big chunk segment around 1210 Eastern Time, talk about this trade in the NBA. At 1240, our NFL insider, John McMullen. We might sneak John. John is an old, savvy, fake news veteran. You think Harry <laughs> riding his news streak is hot. McMullen had it because we used to do this every day. And McMullen had it where he was running like five or six straight segments. And he's got his own little award that I think he made. I think we got it printed at a local FedEx Kinko's. And <laughs> went from there. I don't even know if they call it Kinko's anymore. So I apologize. So real quick, we've got about a uh, 50. Or so on the network, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this here. There was a tip that was capped at a restaurant in Texas. Is that yes.
1: Um, it, it, it's, it's for, you know, 2000 bucks, you know, see, it was a, it was a busy day. It was a busy Sunday. She comes in, she only been working a restaurant for two, two weeks. And, uh, she kept going back to this guy. She's like, hey, I apologize. The food's taking so long. I apologize. You know, he ordered drinks. You know, he got, you know, half his drinks. He come back. I apologize. I'll get a drink. So after a while, he's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just um, just give me my check. And she was like, no, no, no. no. You know what? It, it's on me. I, I, I'll, I'll on, take it.
2: We'll be back next hour coming up next. All right. So that's that's where I guess I got confused.
1: Yeah, so, so then he's like, no, right, just give me right, my tip. Then. Yeah, so then, you know, so hold on. So he, he then said, no, just, just give me the, you know, just, just give me my... Uh.
2: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.
5: At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade
2: industrial supplies.